You're listening to the Design Your Dream Year podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, friends. It is Allison from Wonderlast.com. If you are listening to this episode at the time it comes out, then happy April! We are officially going full on into spring, unless of course you are on the opposite side of the world and you are going full on into winter. Either way, thank you so much for being here. If you are in a part of the world, uh, which is most of the world, that is uh, currently quarantined or social distancing, due to the pandemic that we've currently got going on, then I hope you are staying safe and sane and healthy. Heck, even if you're listening to this in the future and there is no pandemic to speak of, I still hope that you are staying sane and healthy and safe. Those are all good things to be uh, have going on. But yeah, I'm really excited that you've decided to press play on this episode. Maybe you've got some extra time right now to catch up on those podcast episodes, so I am honored to be one of those. And before I dive in, I do want to say that this episode is a follow-up episode to an episode that I did about two months ago. Uh, where I talked about and shared my trip to Costa Rica that I took in February, where I partook in four different ayahuasca ceremonies. It was definitely the most different type of episode I had ever done. Uh, one of the craziest, weirdest episodes that I had ever done, but it was also just a life-changing experience. I had to share it, and I got so much positive feedback from it. So that's that's awesome. I'm so glad that many of you enjoyed uh, listening to that. But I do want to say that if you haven't listened to that episode, episode, uh, this episode is going to make zero sense to you. Even if you know what ayahuasca is, it's still not going to make any sense because you're not going to have any idea what actually happened during my experience, which I'm going to talk about a little bit in this episode. So if you are listening to this and you missed that episode and you're curious about it, then go check out episode number 74. Again, that is episode number 74. I think it's called uh, my mind-blowing ayahuasca experience, something to that effect. So go listen to that first. If you are a new listener, first of all, welcome, welcome. I'm really excited to have you here. Just know that this is not my typical kind of episode, and I would still recommend that you also go listen to episode number 74 if you are interested in hearing something a little bit crazy, but also just like, kind of like mind-blowing, go listen to that. Otherwise, I have a lot more of my uh, typical episodes related to business strategy and productivity and mindset and all the things to help you grow your business, have a better life, and that's basically every other episode except for this one in episode number 74. So there is that. And then lastly, obviously this is not a coronavirus related episode that so many so many people are doing those right now, which is amazing. Um, but I just wasn't feeling it again this week. I needed another break from hearing about the coronavirus. So if you do too, then I'm so glad that you're here. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, but Allison, I wish you would talk about it because that's what's going on right now. Well, I did do a coronavirus episode two weeks ago, episode number 79, called 40 Different Ways 
for your business to thrive during the pandemic. It was a long and juicy episode. I did a full on blog post to go with it with links and resources and photo examples. So if you missed that and you want something that is completely relevant to where we're at right now at the time of this recording, then go give that episode a listen. Maybe I'll do another pandemic -y episode next week. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what I feel like. I don't know. I don't know. But today I want to do a follow-up episode to my ayahuasca experience because I've had several people reach out and ask me, was it worth it? Are you still experiencing the positive effects? Like how is life now? So it has been almost two months uh, since I went to Costa Rica, since I partook in the ayahuasca. And as you will know, if you listen to that episode, which go listen to it, episode number 74, if you haven't, you will know that I said it was a completely life-changing experience, that it completely transformed me, that it was one of the most miraculous, amazing experiences of my life, and it was also one of the hardest. Um, so it's been two months since then. And what they say at Rhythmia, which is where I went to to do this, which I talk about in episode number 74, um, what they say at Rhythmia is that 50% of the work is the ayahuasca and 50% of the work is integrating what you learned when you get back. Now, I'm not gonna go into what ayahuasca is because that is what I talk about again for the hundredth time in episode number 74, but just real quick, ayahuasca is a plant medicine that has psychedelic properties that people in the Amazon indigenous cultures have been using for thousands of years to basically heal mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual trauma, or just healing on all of those levels and for insights and things like that. So anyway, I went to Rhythmia, did the four ceremonies, life-changing, shared all about it in episode number 74. Um, but then I went home <laughs> and I left the Rhythmia bubble, which was a very inspiring bubble to be in. And I had to get back home and do the other 50% of the work. And while you're at Rhythmia, they kind of straight up warn you that it's not going to be easy because you just went through a transformational experience. You are in an environment right now where others have also gone through the experience. So you're all kind of like, they kind of jokingly say like when you get there, you know, you're all strangers. There's usually about 75 to 80 people there. You're all strangers. But by the end of the week, you've done the ayahuasca ceremonies together and you have just formed this really strong bond and you're all just like, oh my gosh, like this is incredible. I love life and it's just like this big love fest and that's really how it was and so they warn you like hey it's not going to be easy that was 50% of the work now you have to take everything that you learned and you have to actually integrate it back into your life because the way ayahuasca works is it does heal you and sometimes it is instantaneous like I experienced but you also learn a lot of lessons and you get so many insights they often compare and not by they I don't just mean rhythmia um, in general ayahuasca is often compared to therapy and one uh, ceremony of ayahuasca has been compared to 10 years of therapy and so because I did four ceremonies in a row, I basically had the equivalent of 40 years of therapy. And so you learn incredible, incredible insights and you get all of these lessons and just like hits and it's it, like mind blowing. My mind is still blown as you can see. Um, but you basically, it is basically like therapy. And so you have to go back and actually take what you learned and integrate it and make whatever changes that you need to make. 
And so they do give you at Rhythmia lots of tips and advice on how to handle life when you get back to help you with this. And so I have been trying to follow that as much as possible. So when I got back, I recorded the episode about my experience, episode 74. I recorded that pretty much the day after I got back. So it was super fresh. I wanted to share all the ceremony details while they were fresh in my mind. They're still really fresh in my mind, um, but I wanted to make sure. I didn't know if they were gonna leave me or not. So that episode is fresh, but basically ever since I got, I've gotten back, I've tried really hard to maintain uh, some of the things that they really encourage. For example, meditation. That's something that I would do anyway but I've been really stringent about it now. Um, so I've continued to do meditating, which they recommend. I've been doing breath work every day, which they recommend. I've been getting up early, which they recommend. Uh, one of the shamans recommended getting up, you know, around the time of the sunrise. And yo, I used to get up between 9.30, eh, maybe like 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Honestly, it was a struggle to get out of bed. Um, but I have been waking up early and loving it like 95% of the time. Um, so I've been eating healthy. That's another thing they encourage. And a lot of these are just things in general, like even if you don't do ayahuasca, it would still be good to do these things just for your uh, physical and mental health. But I've been eating healthy with the exception of the occasional <clears throat> Easter candy, which is my weakness, specifically the mini chocolate eggs from Cadbury and the Cadbury cream eggs. But other than that, I've been eating really healthy um, and just being really kind to myself. They talk about how important it is to just be gentle on yourself. You know, you went through a big transformation. When you get home, it's not going to be easy. And so just to be kind to yourself, pay attention to how you're talking to yourself. And uh, they talk a lot about intention setting, basically as much as possible, all day, every day, going into your day with an intention, going into each kind of chunk of your day, like if you're doing a specific task with an intention. And so I have been doing all of those things almost every day. Now I'm not, I'm not perfect in my track, track record, quote unquote. There have been maybe four days that I have not uh, done breath work or meditation, four out of the two months, so I'd consider that to be pretty good. But in general, I would say getting back and getting into life has been not super hard, but it has been hard. <laughs> so I've been doing all the maintenance work, like I just talked about, which has been a huge help. Uh, that is the work. A lot. If people come home and they just kind of forget what they've done, if they forget what they've learned while at Rhythmia, they're not going to get the full benefit. Uh, so I really wanted to make sure that I got the full benefit, which is why I have been doing all of the things that they suggested to kind of integrate and upkeep what you experience. And so I've been doing all of that. Um, but it still was a shock to my system because, like I said, when you're at Rhythmia, all the people have gone through that with you. You can tell them about all the crazy things that happened, all of the celestial surgeries that happened. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to episode 74. Crazy stuff. Um, but people know what you're going through. And when you get home, many times, uh, basically everyone you know has no idea what you went through because most people you know will not have done an ayahuasca ceremony. So. It was interesting getting back and talking to people about it. A lot of people were very intrigued and understanding, and a lot of people were very excited to hear about it. But other people were a little more like, you could tell they were like, okay, Allison, whatever, you're a little crazy. And that's okay, I was expecting that. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good, and it's just been a process of integrating. So, for an, exa an example of how it hasn't been easy is um, my relationship with my boyfriend. So 
um, we had been having some things that we needed to work through. And while I was at Rhythmia, it was brought to my attention during one of the ceremonies, which I talk about in the episode where I share about it. Um, but I was, it was brought to my attention that there were things that I was doing in the relationship that was not great. You know, I had basically become uh, kind of self-absorbed in the relationship, very selfish, focused on my schedule, my work, me, 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 you know, me first, you know, my, my schedule. If it doesn't fit into my schedule, then we're not doing it. And that was pointed out to me. And that was something that I really, really was like, wow, like that is so spot on, like, ah. And so basically what ended up happening is while I was at Rhythmia, um, you know, I reached out to my boyfriend, we were in contact and I told him all that stuff. And he was like, oh my gosh, he's like, that's exactly how I had been feeling. I had been thinking all of those things. And anyway, so it, it was really cool. Uh, but the process of integrating that has been challenging, but very good. So basically we've been having to work through all the stuff that got brought up while i was there and it hasn't been easy because i was the one who went and did ayahuasca and he wasn't and so when we're working through things he'll be like okay allison like he's like you have to let me catch up with you because you were the one who did the ayahuasca and you got all the healing you know in one night and i didn't so i still have to catch up to where you are and so that kind of game of catching up and me trying to slow down and him catching up has been a challenge, but it's been really good. It's been really good. And it kind of um, forced us to have the hard conversations that we needed to grow and to make our relationship healthier. So it's been amazing, but it's been challenging, right? It hasn't all been easy. This is the work they're talking about. This is the other 50%. Uh, so that's an example of how it hasn't always been easy. But during the episode, which I uh, have said a hundred times already, episode 74, during the episode where I share about my ayahuasca ceremonies, I shared that I had a lot of mental, emotional, and physical healing that happened. I go into detail about all the different healings that I had. And so I wanted to share how that's been holding up because a lot of you have been like, okay, well, I know you felt amazing during the week of, but is that still a thing now? Uh, because, you know, when you're in, in the moment, it can feel like, ooh, this is amazing. My life has changed. But then two, two months after has the magic worn off, so to speak. So let me update you on those, those miracles, as I called them, because they were miracles. They, they were literal miracles. So the mental, let's talk about the mental and emotional changes that I experienced. So first of all, uh, during my trip, I told you about how I had a lot of deep rooted trauma with my mom and how when she died, when I was, she was, she died when I was 15. And basically, um, I'm not going to go too deep into this because I do it in the other episode, but basically she died when I was 15. It happened over a short period of time, very suddenly, about two weeks. And because I was 15, I was a silly teenager who was really self-conscious. And the day before she died, when she was in the hospital, plugged up to her breathing machine because her lungs had essentially failed, um, I could not tell her that I loved her because I was too embarrassed. And then, you know, of course, my family was there. They were all telling her that they loved her because we kind of knew like this was the last time we were going to see her. I couldn't do it. I was too embarrassed. And long story short, I regretted it for the rest of my life. I had a ton of very strong uh, sadness and guilt just like taking over me for the last basically 20 years. Um, so I shared in the episode that that had been healed, that that had been taken away. And I can say that two months later, 
all of that deep-rooted trauma is still gone. It's completely gone, still completely healed. Like it's a clean slate. Um, and I also shared about other traumas that I had. I had traumas that had affected me that I didn't even realize that had affected me from past relationships. I had kind of like a scary stalker experience at one point, and I had a lot of trauma from that trauma from college. And all of that I can say is still completely healed completely healed, completely gone. Um, I am like a blank slate. So <laughs> that is still amazing. So all of the mental and emotional healings that I experienced are completely still healed. And I do not see how they could ever come back. I believe that I was rewired on a on a uh, actual chemical level in my body, in my brain. And so those are gone, which is amazing. Um, I also shared in the episode how I had been feeling really depressed before I went on my trip. I didn't even realize it. Like I didn't realize I had been depressed because it had been kind of like a slow burning, subtle depression, as opposed to like, my, you know, the bouts of depression that are really intense. Like growing up, I would have intense bouts of depression where I would be really depressed for like a day or maybe like three days to the point where I couldn't really do anything, but then it would go away. And the depression that I had been experiencing basically for the year leading up to my trip to Costa Rica wasn't like that. It wasn't super intense, but it was depression, but it was subtle. And so it was just kind of like showing up as me not being excited to get out of bed every day and me having a hard time getting out of bed every day and me not really being excited about work or anything. And I know that might sound really obvious to some people like Allison, duh, you were depressed, but I didn't see that because I was so used to just feeling it on such an intense level. I didn't realize I was depressed. So anyway, um, while I was at Rhythmia, I shared that my depression was gone. Now, two months later, I will say that it is still gone. I have a completely different outlook on life. It is uh, completely changed. My perspective is still completely changed and I am still waking up excited to be here, excited about work, excited about life. Do I have days where I occasionally wanna sleep in a little bit and I don't necessarily feel like doing some of the things? Of course, but I am not, I'm not depressed anymore. I have, I am excited about life again. And that is incredible to me, completely, completely life-changing. So that is still holding up two months later and it's going great. Now, physically, I experienced a lot of healings as well. So one of the changes that I shared or one of the healings that I shared was that I had been struggling with my energy. And obviously that could be related to depression because when you're depressed, it kind of drains you of your energy. And I had been sharing that I basically had no energy no matter what I did, no matter how healthy I ate, no matter you know what physical exercise that I did, no matter how much sleep that I got, I still had no energy. And during one of the ceremonies, I shared about how I was told that I was being healed from thyroid cancer. And all basically all of it ended up making sense because I had been having dreams for like two years that something was wrong in my neck area, that I had stuff stuck in my throat, which is of course where the thyroid is. I was having like, just I had basically for two years, I kind of just knew in my gut something was wrong, but I had a fear of hospitals because of my mom, so I never went to the hospital. So anyway, during my trip to Costa Rica in February, I was told during one of the ceremonies that I was healed from thyroid cancer. And the next morning uh, after that ceremony, I suddenly had my energy back. Energy like I haven't had in probably, I hadn't had in probably like five five years or so. 
And so two months later, is that energy still here? Oh, hey, I have a question for you. Are you currently doing all the things and showing up consistently to work on your business, but you're still not experiencing the growth that you want? I have been there. Oh my goodness, have I been there. I showed up consistently for nearly five years and never made a single penny online. I was close to throwing in the towel, but thankfully, I threw things into high gear and I developed a five-step framework that allowed me to go from expensive hobby to full-time income in less than 12 months. And if you can relate, then I've got something special just for you. I created a free class sharing this same five-step framework so that you can crush your goals and build a profitable business as quickly and easily as possible. This framework legit changed everything for my online business and I know that it can work wonders for you and your business too. You can go give it a watch for free by going to wonderlast.com forward slash grow. Again, wonderlast.com forward slash grow. And I'm going to link that up for you in the show notes. And so two months later, is that energy still here? Yes, it is. I am still bursting with energy. It is still going strong. Even when there have been a few nights, especially recently, where I've kind of gotten off on my sleep schedule, didn't get a whole lot of sleep. You know, I didn't get my eight, nine, 10 hours of sleep, maybe got maybe like five hours. I still have a crap ton of energy, even though I have also eaten some Easter candy, which typically I have a weak spot for chocolate. Typically, I will feel like crap and sluggish after I eat something like that. Even despite the fact that I've had a little bit of junk food, I still have a ton of energy. So it's just, it's amazing. And that that also is life-changing because, man, I was struggling before. It is hard to do work when you don't have energy to do work. It's hard to do life when you don't have energy. So that is still going strong two months later, which is amazing. Um, another physical healing that I shared was my eye. So basically had a lazy eye. I've had a lazy eye ever since I was born. Basically, uh, my right eye turns in and I had had surgeries on it growing up. I had two surgeries on it as a baby. I had another surgery on it when I was 15 and they never worked. And so, yeah, so that was one of the things that was healed. If you're on my email list or you were following me, then I sent out an email where I took a photo and I, for the first time in my life, was able to take a photo where I was looking straight on and into the camera and my eyes were completely straight. That had never happened before in my life. So basically during one of the ceremonies, my eye was healed and it was, it was incredible. It was an incredible miracle. And so how is that going? Um, it's still going well, but I have to say, so something, this is, I don't know why it's funny to me, but it is kind of funny. So basically after I got home from Costa Rica, the ayahuasca was still in my system. I had just done four ayahuasca ceremonies. And so they say that you're, you're going to have ayahuasca still working in you for 21 days after. So when I got home that, you know, for the next like two weeks, I was having still very vivid dreams and they were very much like ayahuasca ceremonies where I was hearing kind of like a voice and I was learning lessons and I was being given insights and things like that. Uh, and so during one of my dreams, a couple days after I got back, I was basically told 
that if I worked more than five hours a day, that my eye would start turning in. Because, and that made sense to me because at the beginning of this year, one of the kind of boundaries that I had set for 2020 was that I didn't want to work more than five hours a day because after five hours, I start not feeling fresh anymore. And that's where my productivity starts going down, my creativity, all of that. So I set the intention at the beginning of the year not to work more than five hours a day. So anyway, during my dream that I had a few days after I got home, I was told, hey, you know, your eye is, is straight. It's been straight. But if you start working more than five hours a day, it's going to start turning in again. Well, guess what? <laughs> Over the last week, <clears throat> I have been working a little more than five hours. I just got like a creative wind and I have been working way more than five hours a day. And guess what? My eye has gone back to being crooked. Um, but it's really funny because there have been days where I'll work less than five hours and it's straight. There'll be a day where I work like seven hours and it's not so straight. So that is really weird to me, but really cool. Um, so that is still going. My eye being straight is still happening on the days where I don't overwork and I keep my boundary of five hours or less. So that's kind of funny. Um, but in general, I just feel so much better about it because if you listen to the episode, you know that that has been one of my biggest insecurities my whole life is how I look because it's not straight. So I always look cross-eyed and that's why I would always tend to take my picture at an angle or talk to the camera at an angle. Why? Because if I look straight on, you're going to see my eye completely turned in and then I'm just going to be cross-eyed the whole time. And then I'm like, that's distracting. Plus I'm self-conscious about it. So anyway, that was always one of my biggest insecurities. And that was one of the things that got healed while I was at Rhythmia. And I was told that it was here to help me love myself, which I just found to be so profound and it made so much sense to me and I was like you're right like break it a so I was committed to loving myself no matter what whether it was healed or not and so that's still that's still how I feel about it and I'm totally okay with it going in on the days where I don't keep my promise to myself of five hours because you know what that is just extra reason for me to hold to my boundaries so that is how that is going and then in the episode I also shared about all of the healings that took place for other people in my life so I shared a ton of healings that happened for my family for relatives for friends and so you might be wondering okay did those things actually happen? So one of the healings that I shared was that my, my boyfriend had been having chest pain basically almost every day for months and it was alarming him leading up to Costa Rica, having chest pain and it was worrying him and he was worried that something was wrong with his heart and he actually went to the doctor, they couldn't find anything, um, but it was in his heart area. And so while I was in Costa Rica during one of the ayahuasca ceremonies, I was told that I was doing surgery on his heart and healing his heart. Again, this is going to make no sense if you didn't listen to episode 74, <laughs> but basically I was told that he got a heart healing. So two months later, um, he had a little bit of heart pain when I first got home uh, for like maybe a week, maybe two, and now it's gone. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so that held. Um, another thing, I don't remember if I talked about this in the, the podcast episode, but another thing that I was told was that my brother, he's a runner, uh, I was told that he was going to set a record. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and so he actually set a personal record for himself. He's been running for almost seven years, about six, six and a half, six or seven years. Um, and like, 
two weeks ago, he set a record of fastest half marathon ever in the entire time he's been running. So I thought that was really cool. He's been getting like so much better and who knows, is it a coincidence? Maybe, but I was told he was gonna set a record and then two weeks later he did. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then um, other things that happened while I was there was I talked about how my dad had been healed from Parkinson's. Now you're probably wondering about that. Did that actually happen? So I don't know yet and here's why. My dad lives a few hours away and I actually, I haven't shared my ayahuasca ceremonies with him yet because first of all, I don't know, I don't know who, how he might, he might think it's really cool. He, may be, he might be horrified. He's a little more conservative, but I was planning on telling him about it and I had scheduled a time to go home to tell him about it and see how he's doing. But unfortunately, pretty much as soon as I got home, that's when the you know what started hitting the fan with the pandemic. So I had to cancel my trip because that's when all the quarantining was starting and things like that. So I haven't actually been home yet. And I didn't want to just talk to him over the phone about it. I wanted to do this in person. That was really important to me. So I haven't gone home yet. So therefore, I have not talked to him about it and followed up about his Parkinson's, but I'm really confident that that is, that is, he is healed or healing from it. Um, and that is the same with all of the other healings that I experienced during the trip. Um, I know that if it happened, I'm still fully confident that if it hasn't happened yet, if the healing hasn't happened yet, then it's either in process or it will happen. So I'll do another follow-up episode maybe in like two months or whenever this whole pandemic thing is over and I'm able to actually go see my friends <laughs> and the people who had the healing so that I can actually follow up with them properly, I will update you on that. But so far, really everything that I experienced is still happening today, two months later, and I do not see any of the traumas that had deeply rooted them in, in, in me. I don't see any of those coming back. And so bottom line, was it worth it? Now, two months later, after the ayahuasca has left my ceremony, or ceremony, after the ayahuasca has left my system, after I've been integrated back into society, after I've left the bubble, was it worth it? 100%. I can still say, even two months later, it's all out of my system, completely, completely life life-changing. I mean, it really was 40 years worth of therapy and it's exactly what I needed. I mean, depression gone, all of the deep-rooted trauma that was affecting me so deeply gone. Like, and I just feel so much better physically. I have a new outlook on life. So yeah, it is, it is still, I consider it to be 100% worth it. Still one of the best, most miraculous, mind-blowing freaking things of my entire life and I am 100% going back. I, in fact, I already put down my deposit to go back. I'm not sure yet when I'm gonna go back. I'm holding out on the date a little bit, but I'm probably gonna go back in maybe December or January because I feel like it would be a great way to kind of start the year or end the year. And by the way, you can go back because there is always more work to do. So I feel like I did a ton of deep hard work when I went in February. And so, but there's always more that you can learn. There's always more growth that you can do. I'm sure there's still more healing that I could do. And there's just more insights and things that will help better me and those around me. So I am 100% going back, already put down my deposit. I am so, 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 so excited about it. So yeah, that that is it. Still absolutely amazing. Now, if you are intrigued at all, if you're interested in learning more, then go to rhythmia.com. That is where I went. Um, I'll link to it below in the show notes, but it's R 
Y-T-H-M-I-A, rhythmia.com. They have a lot of information there. They have a you know free number that you can call. Well, I guess it depends on where you live, but for me it was free. I live in the US. Uh, number that you can call to get more information. They're really nice. Having met the staff in person, I will tell you the staff is incredible. They're so genuine and just laid back, really nice. Like they are awesome people. So if you are at all intrigued, give them a call. If you're listening to this episode at the time-ish that it airs and we're still in the pandemic, they have put their retreats on hold uh, for a few weeks, just depending on like how long this is you know, gonna take to blow over. But you can still give them a call. You can still get more information. And if you book your stay, by April 14th, 2020, if that is something that you're feeling called to do, if you're like, you know what, I am ready for massive healing, I am ready for massive growth and upleveling. If you book your stay at Rhythmia by April 14th, 2020, then you're gonna get a free one hour call with me where we can talk about anything you like. Pick my brain, ask me questions. We could talk more about the iWalks experience. You can get help with your business. Maybe there's a roadblock you're dealing with. Maybe your business isn't sustainable. You want help, I can give that to you. So I know that again, at the time of this recording, you might be like, Allison, I'm not gonna book a stay anywhere because, you know, <laughs> I can't travel. Um, but that is totally okay. You can still, if you are if you are feeling nudged, you can still book your stay for in the future when this is over. So like with me, I'm probably booking for December or January. So you can book it for months and months and months in the future for when this is, I'm assuming, going to be over, but also, they, you can easily change your stay. They have a really, really relaxed uh, rescheduling policy. Uh, don't quote me on it, go to their website to check, but I wanna say that you can reschedule your date up to like a week in advance without being charged anything. So if you book your stay today and it's a date, of course, in the future and you're approaching the date and you're like, you know what, this still isn't going to work, you can reschedule it, no problem. So anyway, Either way, if you are intrigued by this, I encourage you to check out their website, rhythmia.com. If you do want to book your stay by April 14th, 2020, and you would like to have that free one hour call with me, because I would love to have a free one hour call with you, I think that would be super fun. In order to get the call, you just have to do two things. You have to book your stay by April 14th, 2020. Again, it could be far off in the future, especially right now during the pandemic. <laughs> so you can book it for months and months in advance. I think you can even book it a year in advance. Um, so you have to book your stay by April 14th, 2020. And when you book, you have to mention me as the referral. Allison Marshall, Wonderlast. I think either one will work. You could just say Allison Marshall, Wonderlast. And then once you book your stay and share me as the referral, then all you have to do is when you get the confirmation email from Rhythmia, because when you book, you're going to get a confirmation email being like, congratulations with all the information. All you have to do is screenshot that and email it to customer success at wonderlast.com. So one more time to get the free call, two things you got to do, book your stay at Rhythmia by April 14th, 2020, while listing me as the referral, Allison Marshall, Wonderlast, and then sending the screenshot of the confirmation email to customer success at wonderlast.com. Uh, but yeah, I could say it was the best experience, one of the best experiences of my life. I'm so glad that I did it, and I'm obviously so glad that I did it that I am going back. Now, full transparency, 
um, the, ref the referral thing, mentioning me uh, as a referral, there is a referral program. So for every three people that books as listing me as the referral, I get a free stay. So I am trying, basically, I want as many free stays as possible because I want to gift as many stays as possible to people who might not be able to afford it. So there, so I am getting something by you listing me as the referral for every three people that I get who come with me as a referral, I get a free stay. And I, like I said, I want as many free stays as possible because I want to gift this experience to as many people as possible who might not be able to afford it. So it's like a win, win, win. You're booking your stay, which is going to be life-changing. And that in return helps me to gift a free stay to someone else, which is going to change their life. And it's just a one big circle of just helping each other out. So yeah, I think that is it for today. Um, this is the Take Perfect Action podcast. And so therefore, I always end each episode with an action step. So it is time to take action. If you are feeling called to do so, your action step is to go to Rhythmia.com to check out more information if you are curious. And if you are feeling the nudge to do so, go ahead and book your stay. You can book it for far out in the future, way in advance of this, or advance, yeah, no, after, way after this pandemic is over. Um, you can always reschedule it if it doesn't work out. And uh, there was one more thing I was going to say, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this in April 2020, I do want you to be aware that they are going to raise their prices in either like May or June. Um, so even if you don't book by April 14th uh, you and you are interested, you will want to book sooner rather than later if possible because they are gonna be raising their prices. They told this to me when I was there, being like full transparency, y'all. Like if you wanna come back, we are raising our prices. So just so you know. So anyway, there's that. And that is your action step. Go check them out, rhythmia.com. Book if you're feeling called to. And that is all for today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this lovely April day. I hope you found this interesting. And if you did it, well, that's okay. Although if you didn't find this interesting, you've probably left by now. Yeah, there's no, I wouldn't listen to an episode I didn't find interesting for now, what, 37 minutes? So yeah, okay. Well, now we're to the point of the episode where I just start babbling. It's like word vomit comes out every single time. It's okay. Okay, well, I'm gonna stop the word vomit. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I appreciate you. And I will be back next week. And I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would seriously love for you to let me know. Simply take a screenshot of yourself listening to today's episode, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Wonderlast so that I can see it. And of course, Feel free to share any insights, ahas, or lessons that you might have learned. Not only would this give me the warm fuzzies, but it would also help to spread the word about this podcast, which, if you enjoy it, would be one of the most meaningful ways that you could support the show. So take that screenshot, share it in your Insta stories, and tag me at Wonderlast. And who knows? I might just very well feature you on my Instagram. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.